Hello and welcome to Patched, I'm your host Paul James and today I'm joined by Matt Phillips. how are you Matt? Yeah, super, just uh, just me this week, we're back, we're back to normal, the doing what normal we do. two. It's, yeah. Unless, unless Damo just magically appears out of nowhere and just goes, oh, oh hey guys, oh wait, I do mean, we still have that picture? I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, I don't have it, I don't have it in there at the moment, so I just flicked over to a screen that has no picture. Great, that worked a treat. Wonderful. Anyway. Jeez, what else appeared? There? We didn't. We didn't play the day. There's no part. box around you. There's yeah. Like everyone's really enjoying. If you're watching the video version right now, Matto's head is there, but there's no box around him. It's got doesn't have his name. He's not acknowledged at all. The, what? the space where Damo would normally be empty because I turned it off because I would have used it for a, a live watch along or something at some point, and so it's all just been disabled. Anyway, let's get back to the core layout and do this show properly. Um, we're covering several news stories today because we couldn't really decide on one. And so we'll kind of roll. We won't outline what they what they all are first. We'll just surprise you as we go. But um, well, well, we won't surprise you. They, they, let's be honest. They're probably in the title, or they might not be in the title. Ooh, who knows? Yeah, let's let's not put them in the title. They, uh, they might be in the description. Uh, don't read the description, everybody. It's too late. Stop. Ignore stop. the extri- don't, don't read. Enjoy the show as it happens. Just stick to your three words a day of reading, and then hello, welcome to patch. That's four. Hey on, hello, yeah. welcome to. Yeah, so hello, welcome to, then just continue There's a hello on. and. It's hello and welcome to Patch. But I say it so fast that no one ever knows that. Anyway, um, so we're going to begin by talking about Rockstar because the news came out this week that after the critical bombing that was the GTA 3 San Andreas and Vice City remasters, that their plans to do the same for Grand Theft Auto 4 and Red Dead Redemption 1 have been scrapped so they can focus all their resources on GTA 6 whenever that ultimately comes out. GTA, what do you make of that news? I say, you sure they're not just put all their resources back into GTA 5? Well, they could be doing that too. What do I think? Well, I'm sad. Just because Rockstar completely stuffed up their 3, Vice City, and San Andreas thing... Yeah. Anyway, you know what, what, let's just scrap Red Dead, which I would have been, no matter what, I would have been in line from it just to get that game or download it, whatever, if it was Red Dead, remastered. If it looks like Red Dead 2, oh yeah, I would definitely buy it. And also, I would definitely buy GTA 4 remastered because, let's be honest, it would look a lot better than what GTA 4 was. Maybe give it some more colour and some better driving mechanisms. Yeah, there's probably an opportunity there. There's there's less for them to get wrong as well because the game's already kind of in HD and like it's not you know 4K and maybe maybe it wasn't even 1080. I don't know if it was just 720p or whatever back on the PS3 and 360. I'm not I'm not too this sure. This was back in 2008. Yeah, it's a while, a while ago. So it's a while. maybe it doesn't have that, but it's certainly in HD already, which is a good start. And obviously the yeah, a lot of the functionality is far more modern than what the the PS2 games and whatnot were. They, I think they can get away with a little bit more, but at the same time, yeah. Grove Street Games, who were the team that worked on the remasters, like, do you know, like, do you know much of the story as to how it ended up being as shit as it was? No, all I remember is that AI, AI created the problem. They tried to get AI to do. Oh, is that is that who is that who they're blaming? Are they just handballed it off to something that's not even real? Well, they handballed it off to another team who then tried to get AI to do the work, and that's why there's you know some particularly weird things in it as well as the bugs and those sort of things which may be shared between the AI and themselves 
yeah, there's some of those weird things that you just kind of see. That's all because of AI trying to read the old data and try and recreate the assets and all that sort of stuff. So, good work, Grove Street Games. You're probably never going to get a gig with Rockstar again. And you call yourself Grove Street. That's that's insulting. Yeah, it, it kind of doesn't leave you with a hell of a lot left to do. Like, you kind of box yourself in a corner, a bit like 343. Rockstar, if I was Rockstar, I'd say, hey, change that name. You're not gangster enough. You're not getting a gig with us anymore, so you better go elsewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Um, which, even in itself, is weird that they're saying, yeah, all hands on GTA 6 because they weren't working on those remasters in the first place. Like, the last ones anyway. I, I guess maybe they were doing it GTA 4 and Red Dead themselves. I'm disappointed a bit like you because I would have loved a chance, especially for Red Dead, to get to replay that one. I guess, like, if you own a... If you're an Xbox person, if you owned them on Xbox back in the day, then you're not paying the price as much because backwards compatibility works properly and all those sorts of things. It allows you to do it. Um, PlayStation doesn't really have that. And I don't know, even for countries where streaming is okay and you've got your PS... Like, you can play your PS3 backwards compatible titles through the PlayStation Plus subscription. I don't know if those games are actually a part of it yet or at all. Oh, no. I'm not sure if GTA 4... I didn't didn't bother to look at it because we didn't have it out here anyway. But I'm not sure if it's part of the, the PlayStation Plus Extra or Premium tier for the US and UK and other parts of the world where they've actually got the streaming stuff. So, not too sure about that, but... Yeah, PlayStation people are kind of a bit screwed in that sense because of how back, you know, ass backwards the PS3 was in a bunch of respects. So there's some of these games that are still kind of stranded there. Yeah, that that damn Blu-ray player just ruined everything. Not that, that Blu-ray PS3. player, but anyway. <laughs> that damn Blu-ray player. But we'll keep blaming it. Um, so well, yeah, sorry, we... sorry, sorry. Not AI. We'll blame the AI for it. We'll blame the AI. Yeah. Even though AI Sony wasn't back. AI. Even though AI wasn't even around back then. AI was just a movie with some small kid in it. That's yeah. that's what AI was. And but, people no. now hate it because of the effort, uh, the problem that AI created for GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. Good work, AI, you stupid little kid. Um, you Grove st- Street. Grove Street games. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, look, I'm bummed because, I yes, there's the PlayStation fan of me that I can't even get them through backwards compatibility, but even then, like, Red Dead, the original Red Dead is one of my favourite games, and I'd love to be able to play it kind of polished up and looking better. Well, I'd love to see that ending in, keep waiting. in that enhanced graphics and 60 frames a second that shoot out at the end. Like maybe they could even like, you know, add the skip functionalities or the fast forwarding stuff and we could just like fast forward through Mexico and get back to the good shit again. But, um, gonna have to keep waiting. I'm gonna have to bust out my PS3 to, do I have a control handy? I do have a control handy because of course I've always got a PS3 handy. I've got one too. I've got a, I've got a PS4 controller, see? There's, and just slightly off camera for people, but if you watch a player two plays, you probably see it if I can drag it off camera enough without breaking something. There's even my oh, oh PlayStation dear. Vita TV here. Vita TV? Oh, wow. Oh, no, he's, he's, he's broken it. No, I, just, I picked it up and there was a spider crawling over my hand afterwards. That, that upsets me. Bloody shit. Um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, that's, that's the GTA situation. Another piece of news that emerged over the course of the week is that E3 is coming back. 
apparently. Maybe. We'll we see. don't know. They, they want to. They're going head-to-head with Summer Games Fest, um, the Jeff Keighley... The, the Jeff Keeley job, which they, they kind of did back in 2021. Yeah, I think it was 2021. Um, I think everything just kind of fell apart in 2020. I can't even remember anymore. It's such a blur. I think they, oh, no, they went yeah. head to head, but E3 was all digital. Yeah, that was Keighley definitely was all digital. And so Keeley just kind of claimed that E3 was part of all his summer game fest stuff like mine, he just it is mine, mine. <laughs> he's just grabbed all the chips and said they're all mine and see this mine um so i don't know how that's yeah how that's going to kind of fly when there's actually a physical because they want to have a physical component and a digital component um which is probably the right way to go to kind of have a bit of a blend of these things which is what keely did the, like he still had media attending or media and influencers attending a smallish spot like he wasn't getting I mean, obviously, we'll talk about it soon. But like, God of War, he wasn't you know getting God of War demos and those sorts of things for these uh, for media outlets to then go and try out. They were mostly smaller scale indie things and and whatnot. But um, you'd imagine E3 will probably get that. You know, if if Xbox kind of links themselves back in again and Ubisoft decides they want to show up and all well, those sorts well, of things, then maybe you get. So if you get Xbox in, then you got like what? Well, let's say you got Activision half the industry now. In. Oh, Bethesda, you're already set if you get in with, say, Yo Phil. Or maybe yeah, maybe you... Xbox will just buy E3. You just don't know. Nintendo it's, might show up again because Nintendo would, all, like, right up until it died, Nintendo was still attending. They'd have their E3 direct, but then they'd still have a presence on the show floor, so maybe they'll be there. Does Reggie will just rock up even though he doesn't work there anymore? Do, like, ignore... <laughs> yeah, because why not? Because why not? Um, ignoring... The fact that yeah they're going head to head potentially with Jeff Keighley and whatever that kind of ultimately ends up being like do you like the idea of E three coming back? I do. I now, think now that we've had a couple of years where things have been very different. Like, I how does this do. stack? Oh, sorry, I do. new idea stack up. I I do. I I would like to see E three back because I sort of I know Matt, our chief player to illustrious leader leader. He wrote something about missing E three, and I kind of agree with him. It just feels a bit empty without it but is i think it's that... also the fact too that it's more the crowd reactions too that's the other thing too you see a big trailer yeah. and everyone just goes oh we're just sitting there watching it on youtube you just go oh yeah there's a game well i wouldn't rule out that like what it kind of looks like especially if they're talking about this kind of hybrid sort of thing is that like you still have the digital direct style showcases and then you have just the show floor like there's no we don't need a theatre now for a big presentation from whoever the publisher happens to be. It's just just the show floor, which is kind of, again, what exactly what Nintendo's been doing for almost 10 years now. It's crazy that they're kind of the trendsetter when it comes to internet. It's stuff. always. They're, it's they're, all, and gaming as well, like motion controllers. Did it, Xbox and Sony think of that? Nah. Appa- apparently, and I don't know how much I believe it, but apparently there was reporting that Sony actually had that PlayStation Move idea going for a long, long time before. Not to mention they did have iToy before all that, which was motion gaming. But anyway. Um, I call shenanigans on that. They did have iToy well before all of it. So I guess that's the one thing that they can claim. But anyway, that that aside. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm with both you and Matt Houston as well. It's like, but for different reasons. In terms of covering it, but even just getting to enjoy all these different showcases and stuff. Like, it's it's a pain in the ass when they're spread out the way that they have been over the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. It's like, like over a two-week period. Another week just... here, and 
then we get two like Capcom and Square Enix that are running at the exact same time. But when you're working with the ESA on E3, or even specifically kind of tightly working with Jeff Keighley on stuff, they're going to make sure that everyone has a time slot. Like there's always going to be a gap. You're not going to have one butting into the other, which means you don't get weird shit like Final Fantasy VII and all the stuff that was announced around that happening at the exact same time as a stream where Dragon's Dogma 2 was being announced, despite the fact that there would be a ton of crossover between fans of both franchises, you had to pick and choose. And based on all the analytic stuff, Dragon's Dogma got torched. <laughs> like It got completely screwed because, because unsurprisingly, Final Fantasy VII dominated. Um, but that doesn't happen. If you're... Second best Final Fantasy game. Yeah. yeah. Behind nine. No, just in case anyone is new to the it's, show and thought... He's asking, what's the best one? It is nine. It's nine. Um... Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty happy, like that it's coming back through that lens, and I hope that it like yeah I I, I kind of hope for this hybrid model where it is like we'll have the digital streams and you can still have your state of play or your Xbox thing or whatever, and maybe they can, like Xbox can do more of what they did this year with the the fan fest at the same time, so you can have pockets of fans getting together, and I mean again like speaking about the the Melbourne experience this year, we had uh, you know Larry Herb or Major Nelson come down from the US to to kind of be there and really not do a hell of a lot but kind of engage with the audience and um, crack a few jokes and try and shed some little nuggets of insight but it was just it was nice to have that person there and it allows all those sorts of things to still go on and then the show floor to be what it always was maybe a small scale version but what it always was and that that excites me I'd be, I'd be really keen on that yeah I think the one thing that, that did need to sort of change to some part because I think that's Especially for like reviewers and all that, because I know there was one where Xbox is on this side of oh, town, yeah, the and then you have to then it's five minutes to the other place, but it's about a three k walk, and then you oh like, yeah, yeah, that E three the two thousand seven two thousand six yeah. seven eight period when they were yeah that was that was a shit show. They'll never do that again. Yeah, so as long as they just sort of make it more was it efficient, I should say efficient, yeah. then yeah. Knock your socks off, E3. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of hope me. it's successful. Because as much as there's been lots of streams and there's been lots of cool stuff, the the way it's been spread out is not enjoyable. Especially especially for us overseas, where the time zones are never great. It's just more and more nights where you're getting potentially getting up at a stupid time. Yeah. It's sort of, as the middle, it's sort of like the middle of the week, too. It's like, oh, hey, let's, uh, let's stream this on a Wednesday. Like, who does that? Like, I know well, no one else is... if you're catering to like, one part of the world. But, yeah, and then it's like, oh, but... And then you've got other two's like, oh, let's just uh, do it at the same time. And then one gets absolutely, like you said, torched. Completely torched. So, yeah, good luck to... Good luck to the ESA and and Jeff Keighley too. I hope that they can kind of find a way to get these things. Even if Keighley does still kind of claim it's all part of what I do, if it still means that like they're both like both parties are talking to each other and you get the E3 and whatever conferences they've got spread out amongst whatever Keeley has planned with an opening night live no not an opening night uh, E3 kickoff or Games Fest kickoff or whatever the hell he wants to call it and then any other little streams along the way like that's that's what I would like to see like as long as everyone kind of talks to one another no one's getting in each other's way and it is back in that E3 model where it's just one week or you know I guess it's more like four or five days but you know all contained to one space of time which is just a crazy week then just 
even for us over here, you can burn yourself out on one week where it's, it's always around the Queen's birthday as well. So there's a public holiday in there. We've got that in our back pockets as well. And then you can go about your, uh, go about your business again and process it all and, and whatnot. But when it's every, every week there's something going on, it's a lot. I'm, I'm waiting. Like, there's going to be a stream of some sort this week. I have no doubt about it. Like, I don't know what it'll be, but there'll be a stream announced. Like, they'll announce something. Hell, Ubisoft announced something for September. They've got a Ubisoft forward coming in September. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, it was, let's make an announcement for an announcement. For oh, I mean, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. It's kind of them locking in the date nice and early. It probably means that you don't get a Capcom and Square Enix-style situation, but... Um, I will laugh if they say, oh, it's been delayed. I thought, oh. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that's where the, the common thing around that is. I think everyone believes that's where Assassin's Creed Infinity is going to be announced. Oh. Which is the kind of shared world Destiny-style one. And then it could be released for Halloween. That's what they used well, to do back in the day. Definitely won't be out this year. Um, let alone Halloween. But, yeah, um... Actually, look, let's just quickly touch on it because this kind of segues into another topic uh, that we're kind of, well, two topics we're kind of combining. Speaking of Ubisoft, they did announce that Skull and Bones is coming out on November 8th. Like, do you remember Skull and Bones? That the, I was going to say, that's not a pirate one, is it? It's the pirate one it's that's a... basically built on the DNA of Assassin's Creed for Black Flag, which came out in 2013. Um,. And they've been developing it basically for that long. Like, since Black Flag came out, it's basically been in development. And it was some, it was a business, or like, sorry, you know, fairly hefty business deal with... It's developed in Singapore, Ubisoft Singapore. Um, and Ubisoft Singapore got a big cut from the Singaporean government. But it also meant the game had to come out. So it's been, like, reworked and built from scratch multiple times which is rarely ever a good sign, but now it's coming out November 8th. And where that segues into our next topic is the fact that they are sending that shit out to die because it it comes out the day before God of War, God of War Ragnarok, as we just learned this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, what what time? It just... It is a battle born once again. Rest, my gentle prince. Like, it's just... It comes out and then... That's it. Blown out of the water. Neck minute, God. Yeah. Oh, well... Nine we nine years well spent, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would they have known? Maybe, maybe then. Like they announced it like twenty four hours before God of War was. Or did they? I can't remember the order that these or things ba- happened. Or in. maybe that's what uh the Santa Monica Studios was waiting for. Just waited for them to put their release date on and going right. Let's do that the next day. Go. Yeah, no, let's just let's just kill Ubisoft. Um, what do you make of the fact that now onto the kind of the God of War side what do you make of the fact that it's coming out November 9th and not November 11th which was firstly November 9th is a Wednesday which is a weird day of the week for a game to come out but they could like PlayStation is putting their games out on Fridays November 11th would have been a Friday November 11th would have been the old Starfield date why not just sink the boot in and like launch it on the Friday like just kick my yeah why not if you're Sony Hey, Bethesda, take this. Kick him in the dick a little bit and go, you don't have an exclusive, but where your exclusive once was that you weren't able to put out this year, we're going to we'll drop our biggest game. <laughs> like, here, take this. And we gave, and could possibly win Game of the Year. Could be, yeah. I mean, it's got to go against Elden Ring, but... Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough gig this it's a year. Pretty tough gig this year. I hope it doesn't. 
it'll probably it's it's better. It would absolutely outrage all those fan game Elden Ring people. Oh, this shit! Oh, God of War can suck my dick. Unlike God of War fans that are sending pictures of their dick, but that's a completely (laughs) different. That's a completely different. Can you imagine what God of War Ragnarok has to be to be considered a better game than Elden Ring, given? How awesome. universally praised Elden Ring is. Yeah. Like what's, what's Elden, like Elden Ring's Metacritic at the moment? I'm going to say 97. It's yeah. high. I know it's high. I know it it's was all, like it's 98 like, at one point, but I it's like, it slid. It's like Ocarina of Time. I'm on pop. Metacritic, so I'm waiting for an ad go. to inevitably pop up. I should mute wait for it. Beforehand. Mute Definitely like 96. I mean, oh, it was... It's on 96. Cute. Yeah. 94 on PC, 96 on both PS5 and Xbox Series X. God yeah. of War 2018. Yeah, so it's a 95. It's on 94. 94. So, so, it, 2018 one. so it needs what? A 97. It needs a 97. Yeah, if you want to look purely statistically, then yeah, it needs it needs a 97. Um, but like even even if it you know, kind of breaks it, even if it's somewhere in the ballpark, then like that's obviously incredible. It you know, means it's going to be a game of the year game in the eyes of a lot of people, but... Yeah, it'll have to be something pretty special to kind of top the Elden Ring review scores. That's not to say they can't do it, because, yeah, 2018 was pretty incredible, and this is meant to wrap up this whole Norse thing. It's not it's not a trilogy this time, it's two games. Oh, they're doing the old um, Gabe Newell technique. Yeah, but at the least old... in the case of in the case of God of War, they're going to wrap it up. It's just... Sure they we are. Can't, we just can't manage to put out the third game. Well, maybe they will. Just, they just go, this is the second what? This is the second and the last one. Shut your face, and then all of a sudden... Is a third one. Oh, uh, we'll entertain a bit of speculation. You've you've played twenty eighteen, right? Not yet. It is oh, the sure. next game on the list okay, after no, Valhalla. We can't, we can't really do that too much then. So, uh, speaking of games getting dates, Forspoken got a new one. It's uh, was meant to come out, and might might well, they've kind of spoken about it in a in a October. tweet. Yeah, it was meant to come out in October. I think it was October eleventh. 10th, 11th. 11th? October? Is that a Friday? I don't know. Not um, the Starfield release day, that's for I, sure. I can't remember. It was early October anyway. Um, and they announced via Twitter that they have moved their release to January 24th next year. With uh, And that, what I... I don't know about you. Did you actually read the message they put out? No. I did not. See, I mean, while you're clicking around, take... I guess maybe an easy way for you to get it because I haven't been super active on Twitter this week would be, would be to even go to my, my Twitter feed and you'll just find kind of me quote tweeting it out. But Okay, because I thing... also was your like what's coming out in October and yeah, then, then, then you updated and it crossed out for Spoken. Well, that was oh, me so kind of quote, uh, quoting the Benji Sales who's a fantastic um, kind of what's analyst so who literally the night before said, hey, here's all the Square Enix games and then I, then I quote tweeted him and said he ruined it all. But... um. The thing that I guess I really appreciate, and you'll probably learn it as you check out their message, they weren't. It wasn't some airy fairy bullshit in the messaging. Like they said, for strategic reasons, which I really appreciate. They're just straight up saying, and the way I kind of read it is, firstly, it's Square Enix, and they've got five thousand. As we just mentioned, the Benji Sales tweet, um, he highlighted all the Square Enix games coming out the back end of the year, and they've got tons of them. Now, Forspoken was probably their biggest, or maybe their second biggest, behind Crisis Core. But it was also wedged because it was early October. It was literally a month after the Last of Us remake and a month before God of War Ragnarok. So, the, and it was a big PS5 exclusive. So, 
I feel like they were in between a bit of a rock and a hard place and as much as it might end up being an incredible game um, I'm hopeful it is but it you know maybe maybe they think really high, highly of it maybe they don't but like your sales are going to get smashed when you've got these two other sure not developed by you but they're PS5 exclusives so the like if people want them people want exclusives they've got three to choose from maybe they can only afford two there's big ass collector's editions for both Last of Us and, and God of War if people are going down that path um, we'll touch and, on the um, collector's edition situation uh, well, in a second and Paul has is collecting three both okay. of them three of them <laughs> uh, no, who's, who's, who said I was getting tw- three was it like I think it was Buddy Max or, I think it was Max or... Um, yeah, just we'll, everyone's we'll just going anything with the collector's edition it's just everyone just thinks of Paul just yeah. that group of people just think Paul ah oh, they're just there thinking ringing up each other going oh hey how many do you reckon Paul will get? Like, will he get, will he get this collector's edition? Yes or no? Look, um, I okay. Well, fuck it. We'll just we'll wait into it now. I love that I take up so much real estate in your brains, Dylan, uh, Dylan Blight, Buddy Watson, Ashley Hobley. That mid mid Fall Guys stream, <laughs> you guys. Uh, yeah, Fall Guys. They have all games to they talk games. about. They're busy playing Fall Guys. Um, well, four guys. I don't know what I said. Four yeah, games. Four guys. And yes. And they decided they want to start talking about how many different pre-orders, how many different collector's editions I'm going to pre-order. I love that I occupy that sort of mind. But that's the first thing they. That's the first thing they think, think of. Our collector's editions. Well, oh, to be fair, I never saw it. They just, they just kind of clipped out the the thing. So I don't know. It could have been like the arse end of the stream for all I know. But. Um, yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Uh, I'm, I'm, and Ashley Hobley, I appreciate you being the the one person who 100% was in my corner saying, no, he'll just get one. He'll just get the most expensive one. Because yes, that's the plan. But if they keep pushing this message around that I'm going to get multiple, they might will it into existence. So we need, like, we need Friday and the pre-orders to open up to come along already so I can maybe, just... Maybe just see if you can get Corey. This message Corey go, hey, Corey... I'll give you a deal. Either give me two collector's editions or come on Dev Diary. Yeah. And then he'll make me buy two collector's editions and, and then and he'll what, say, and oh, come on Dev Diary. And then he'll Cancel. message back. Then he'll message back and go, what collector's editions do you want? Yeah. But it's saying with the whole bespoken anyway, thing. Yeah. Bespoken thing. It's, like I said, strategic, like you said, Last of Us, God of War. They're two very popular franchises where Forspoken is a new franchise so you really look at it and go what if you're a playstation fan what are you going to go with and you would probably say if you're an idiot you go, you go with the things you know for the yeah well, if you if you're an idiot that doesn't have a very good memory you probably go to the last of us remake because you you just needed the third the game for a third time on a different console or can you, you get? Go, I'm what? sure. I'm sure remastered is available for. Either. Yeah, it's, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's part of the PlayStation Plus collection. Or, if because you're such a big God of War fan, of course you're going to go the God of War game because the last one was well, apparently it was good, being that it was a '94 God Game of the Year. So of course people yeah, are going to go. Too. Yeah, so, see the see it was that was a tough year for Game of the Year. There was a lot of there was a lot of good games that year. Yeah, but. But Boy Simulator 2018 won it all. Yeah, Spider-Man was out that year as well. And Spider-Man, to... Monster Hunter. Was it Monster Hunter? Yeah, I Monster don't know. Hunter was at the beginning of that year. Yeah, see, it was a, it was a tough Good tough year for year. games. It was. 
and then but the, yeah, the other the smoke is from, just in a bad yeah, spot yeah, so you get but apart from apart from that there are also there's also Overwatch 2 coming out Gotham Knights which someone has purchased a collector's edition for that one we will carry on with that uh, <laughs> are you right there? Yeah, sorry, I just choked on the five hundred dollar price tag that I'm. Uh, modern thankfully, warfare. Yeah. Thankfully, I won't have to pay for that, but that's a whole other conversation. And no, it's not me being paid off by Warner Brothers. And of course, Modern Warfare Two. So there's a few games, big games, and plus there's a whole Mario plus list. Rabbids, of, yeah, Marvel's Mario Plus Midnight Rabbids. Sons, I think um, a Plague Tales. Comes out then. Yeah. So um, even so honest, on the screening side, like Star Ocean: The Divine Force comes out that month. Uh, Valkyrie yeah, Elysium Christ. comes out a couple of weeks beforehand. Diafield Chronicle comes out a couple of weeks beforehand. Like they had, they were stacked with so many of their own games in that period. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, so I reckon it's a smart move, in my opinion, because yeah. you can let it work. breathe, let it breathe. And There's we all no... think that... sorry, go on. No, no, that's it. I was just saying something. For I was just saying pretty much nothing. Carry on, carry on. You say. Um, I mean, we all are of the mind, and it may not work out that way because we, we said the same thing about 2022 2022 is going to be the year with all the games and it's going to be crazy and then it kind of fizzled for the bulk of the first half of the year but i think 2023 yeah that was that was it was done and then it's horizon Elden yeah. ring that was it it's been pretty quiet for the most part around that and that's not necessarily bad i'm sure i'm being horribly disrespectful to some games that i'm not thinking of um I'm scrolling through a list. Big hitters like Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Oh, Tiny Tina. There's another Tiny one. Tiny Tina, Ghostwire Tokyo, Gran Turismo 7. Gran Turismo 7. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. But yeah, like it's, you know, it's a kind of, it's been a pretty quiet year. Um, and I don't, the prevailing theory is that won't be the case of 2023. Like 2023 is going to be... Then in 2023, in 2023, we'll say 2024 is going to be a big year. But there's also the Suicide Squad to come out. Was that next year? That's it's supposed to be next year. Supposed to be um, Wolverine, Spider-Man Breath, Two, Breath of the Wild is meant to be okay. out next year. Spider-Man oh. Two is next year. Starfield is next year. Oh, can you Red just Ball scratch off, next year? Can you just scratch off our Breath of the Wild there? Just I know. I know. You said, we... I said, you said 2022 is going to be a good year, right? So don't put throw that rubbish yeah. on there. Who Don't knows? It may not list. have weapon degradation and all the things we hated about Breath of the Wild. But anyway. That's the, that's um, the case, Dad. I'm driving into EB with my car and just go, hey, drive up to the counter and go, yo, give me that Breath of the Wild 2 game. Yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be there day one. Well, I'll probably be there day one anyway because I'm an idiot. But um, I can't pass up a Zelda game, even if it's not a good Zelda game. Um, but January's probably not a bad spot. Like, if you can get it out early in the year. Oh, and also Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 is meant to be out back end of next year too and Final Fantasy 16 so again more of their own stuff that's there like get it out early give it time to breathe you nailed it on the head there I reckon um, like be, also being a new franchise you kind of need that separation yeah. from the big games or remake big games yeah, even, if it, even if it's a really really good game it might just get lost because of the amount of stuff that's coming out around it so if you can give it some time where maybe it's the only big name game at the time then you're more likely to get someone who's just curious to go, I'll give this thing a go and they'll buy it. Whereas if they've got God of War and Last of Us and... They'll just get The Last of Us and go, I'm done with that. It's God of War time. Yeah, or well, you know, an average player, even for something like The Last of Us, which is a 12-ish hour long game, that's that might still take them a couple of weeks if they're kind of your average 
average sort of consumer where they might only spend a few hours gaming yeah, a week and all of a sudden or just a, or, or, a, or a phony gamer if it's just 12 hours over right, yeah. a month that's that's that you're not a gamer that's not gaming yeah but i don't know it depends that's, you might have other responsibilities gamer. work parents being a parent etc whatever those things might happen to be um so yeah that's that's kind of forspoken that's god of war that's gta that's e3 those are the topics we were hitting on for this episode and um do you have any other thoughts about those or any other smaller little bite-sized things that popped up over the course of the week i think think they're the only thing three things i could think of because i think the main thing was just the whole idiotic god of war fiasco of this i will call them dickhead fans or fanboys just i would call you just Leave the developers alone. It's not their fault. Don't just start sending silly pictures. Oh, I mean, your little. I mean, you make, you're, you're already making the human race look bad enough as it is, and then you go do that rubbish. Yeah. I really hope. I really wish there was a way where, if they ordered a um, a collector's edition, that to link their Twitter account to their order, and if they sent a picture, then all they get is a pile of dirt. And the pit and their picture that they sent to them back to them framed. Yeah, works. And to say, well, if you're, this is for being a dick. And maybe the other thing we'll just wrap up on before we completely close the show is um, just a, uh, for me personally. I won't speak for yourself, but I'm sure you probably agree. Good luck to anyone a game informer who lost their job last week thanks to GameStop in the US. So I guess the EB Games is overlord. Uh, making like they cut like 150 executive roles, oh, no. writing roles at Game Informer, all sorts of roles around GameStop and all those sort of things, which may or may not affect Australia. I guess they've got a bit more of a monopoly out here, so maybe EB Games locally is still a little bit protected. But that company is continuing to slide, um, and a lot of yeah, all the Game Informer people, a lot of Game Informer people lost jobs over the course of last week, and they were putting out some really good coverage. Their cover stories are fantastic. They give us lots of insight into really cool games. Most recently, like Callisto Protocol, for example. Um, so, I guess a good luck to all those people as well. Um, any other thoughts at all? No, I think that's it. Sweet, let's take it home. If you enjoyed that episode of Patched, then please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes Patched, Play 2 Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. Awesome stuff there, so please subscribe and go and check it out. We've got this Thursday our 1,000th episode of Play 2 Plays will be going up, so stay tuned for that one. It's going to be big. It's a and big if it's game. not because I couldn't get my shit together then I don't know I'll just like pretend that some episode down the line is episode 1000 and celebrate it regardless in the way that you will be interested to see um, and also on the Play 2's Play side go check out Matto's recent work uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak um, there's a Play 2 plays there of you getting your ass kicked by a crab and finishing the final boss from the main game or beating the final boss in the main game Nawa did I? I thought that was the Oh, is it? Was that the final one? That oh. was the, that was part of the yeah part of the end game from Rise. Oh, um, whoops! It's taken me a year to figure that out. Yeah, no, that was the end of Rise. Um, but then, yeah, jumping into Sunbreak and taking on a crab and getting Losing. lost too. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember where all the things were, but there's a little underground bit there. That, like, it took me ages. There's a little there's a little passage that takes you un- like under, and then there's this 
yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting little map design, that one. But anyway, um, visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, patch, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, Twitter. Matto? I don't underscore Phil. Paul James Games for me. The website's player2au. And until next week, uh, don't send dick pics to anyone. It doesn't... Don't send dick pics or abusive messages. Or abusive messages. Just leave people alone. Let people make video games. See ya.